Good evening. I'm Paul Edwards, and welcome to Tuesday Topics. Uh, I have a guest this evening, uh, and I'm going to ask her a question immediately. Her name is Cindy, and I'm going to ask Miss Cindy whether today is a special day. Well, it kind of is. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> I'm I am now Cindy Hollis, so I took back my maiden name today. That's excellent, though. Yeah, Cindy is famous um, because <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> in her in her younger days, uh, she was probably the most capable rabble rouser from the state of Washington. Thank you. And earlier this year, she. Um, she went to work for the American Council of the Blind in a position that is called? Membership Services Coordinator. Excellent. And one of the things that Cindy has managed to do is to create a whole panoply of community calls which have taken off during the pandemic. And I guess we could begin there, Cindy. Tell us a little bit about um, what the idea behind the community calls was and tell us where we are at this point. Wow. Okay. We could probably spend the whole hour just talking about this. So I'll try and be quick. And just uh, to clarify, I have now been working for ACB for one year and six days. And it has been just a true honor and pleasure for me. Uh, so it was probably... In mid-February that I went to Eric and uh, asked him if it would be okay if I started doing some calls for presidents on Wednesdays. And I wanted to call them Hump Day Happy Hour. And I said, I just felt like there was this need to bring presidents of affiliates together for peer support and just to work with one another. So he thought that was a great idea. And... I started that. It was slated to start on March 11th, and it went well. And March 13th, I went home from work. And March 15th, March 14th, I went grocery shopping. <laughs> and March 15th, I got the call saying we would now be working from home. So it happened kind of quickly, but I, I wanted to preface this by saying that the idea of bringing people together was already in my thought process. I already knew the importance of it. So that first week working from home and everything started closing down, I uh, wanted to do a couple of calls on how could we stay connected with our members. And so on that Tuesday and Thursday that week, I did just that, and I held two calls, one during the day and one in the evening. Both of them were well attended, and we talked about, and mind you, at this point, I really was not very familiar with Zoom and, you know, was content to hold conference calls, like free conference call or whatever. Uh, that Friday, uh, Dan Spoon and I chatted, and he said, you know, I think that you might be onto something with these calls. Why don't you reach out and see if anybody has other calls they'd like to do? And anyway, so the next week uh, I did that, uh, that Friday and asked if anybody had ideas. There were some calls that 
came to be. I also started uh, a coffee social uh, just to get people together. And uh, so we did that on a Tuesday and a Thursday in the afternoon. It was like 1 p.m. Eastern. They have morphed into being at 10 a.m. Eastern or 11 a.m. Eastern, excuse me, uh, for coffee socials. And we started with two. We now have six a week. Uh, One of them on Wednesdays is now uh, at 1 p.m. The others are all starting at 11 p.m. Eastern. And uh, that is because the young lady that hosts that one lives on uh, the West Coast and in Pacific time. And she wanted it to be a little bit later. And since she's the one that's, uh, you know, hosting it, facilitating that call, you bet. No problem. We started with about five calls uh, in one week. And then I think, you know, for those two weeks, two and a half weeks in March, we had about 17 calls held. I don't know the exact numbers, but I can tell you last week in the schedule, I posted 52 calls. And this week that we're in right now, 49 and so they, we are averaging right around 50 calls a week, and they range from social to topic-driven. They range from uh, national, like a committee or a special interest affiliate, to state affiliates hosting social events in, you know, from their own uh, Zoom and, and their location, their time, their people, and many people from within the community have come forward to also facilitate calls with ideas and then willing to facilitate. More importantly, people have come forward to learn how to host the calls. That means learning how to use Zoom from the host end uh, so that they could handle raised hands and muting people when it's noisy and those types of things. So we have quite a group of people that are now volunteering around these community calls. And I think probably the most important piece about them is that they really are driven by the people that come on the calls. People are passionate about these community calls. One of the questions I'm often asked is, will they continue after the pandemic? Uh, And then almost in the next breath, somebody saying they better continue after the pandemic. And I can just say there's no way that they're going to leave. Um, we're on to something. We're on to something. We're connecting people uh, across the country. People are make, forging friendships. Uh, they're feeling the connection. And really, it's helped us not to be alone. And uh, so, yeah, it's been an amazing amazing experience and uh, just so grateful to Eric and Dan for their support of these calls and the board and the rest of the staff. But really, most importantly, ACB members and friends, we, we have people that are joining ACB because they're coming to these calls and getting involved. And anyway, it's just an amazing amazing place to be right now in the ACB community. So that leads me directly to my question. At the end of your community call thing, at least during the week, and I don't know if it's true of the daily ones because I don't look at them, um, you have a a spot where folks can um, 
can express an interest in membership. Um, have you found that that's been used very much? Yes. Uh, there are many people are coming in as either sometimes they'll reach out to me and say they're ready to join. Sometimes I see their name come through the process, the registration form online, and I recognize them from our community calls. If I talk to them directly, I ask them if that's how they came to us or how did they learn about us. And it's amazing where people learn about us. And sometimes it's on email lists. You might not think they would learn about us, but they do. It's great. Do, do, do they generally join as members at large? Some and some don't. Uh, you know, I, I can't say a number exactly, but I would say that my goal is for people to join where they want to join. So when I speak with people interested in becoming a member at large, I make sure that they are aware of any state affiliate in their area. And I also share with them about special interest affiliates. If they want to read about all of them, I send them a document that describes all of them and has contact information. But usually I engage them in conversation to learn where their interests are. And for example, a young man who is one of our hosts and uh, volunteered before he became a member. And when I spoke with him, he ended up joining uh, Blind Teachers. So, uh, you know, it just depends on the person, but if they want to become a member at large, we'll make it happen. But certainly I let them know about, and our posse, whoever they talk with, lets them know about our state and special interest affiliates. I think it would be accurate to say um, that over the past several years, the membership of ACB has trended downwards. Mm -hmm. uh, and I and I think that's one of the reasons why your position ended up being created. Uh, do you do you do you see these community calls turning that around? I mean, are, are there sufficient number of people joining sure. to, to to make a difference? I think there will be. Um, I think first of all, every new member makes a difference, and I think our greatest job as affiliates out there is to retain the members that we have. So new members will come to us, especially for doing good things and people feel we're inclusive and we treat people right. So people will come to us. And I think the community calls are showing that. Uh, but as affiliates, as local chapters, as special interest affiliates, we need to do a better job at keeping the members that we have. And so, you know, there are things that we could certainly do to ensure that happens. Not waiting until the last minute to put our membership list together. So I'm not talking to any one special interest or state affiliate. I'm talking in general terms here. But not waiting until the last minute to put our membership list together, but taking a look at where we are at with our membership list and doing some campaigning or reaching out to our current members to find out why they haven't rejoined yet early on, not in the final hour. And we may find out that either somebody's deceased, we might find out they've moved, we might find out they've had a falling out. And that is. And then and only then can we try and fix things to try and bring them back to us and let them know how valued they are. And so 
everything I'm going to talk to you about likely has to do with relationship building and just that connection because I it's so important. If you had to generalize about what you think the biggest problem is in affiliates, what would you say it is? Oh my goodness. Uh, a unified front. That's, that's what I'm going to say. I think there are a lot of affiliates that um, aren't working as a leadership team and everybody in the organization doesn't always know what's going on. And so when you don't have a united front from leadership, there will end up being a disconnect within leadership and then within the membership. And so, uh, you know, now you asked me for one thing, so I'm trying to be pretty general here because- No, you're good. You're okay. Good. So, you know, uh, it's, it's important that we, there's a lot of things that we need to be doing and I want to do, but I'm only one person, but I want to help our affiliates in, in some of this. And I believe that our president's calls help. Uh, there's a lot of peer to peer sharing and support and connecting and presidents get to hear from one another and know that they're not alone in some of the challenges that they face. And then other presidents get to share some of the solutions that they've that have been successful for them. And uh, so I just, I feel like that has really been valuable. I am yeah, I'm, very- I'm a late comer to those calls. But, but, but I, that's I, okay. You you have arrived, Paul. And, yes, I have. And, 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 and what I was going to say is I think, I think they really are valuable because they represent um, a space that I think the leadership list at one point was supposed to fill. And it really never has. No, email um, lists don't do it. They don't do it like yes. that, right? And so, uh, and and the importance of the that president's call is that it's it really is driven by the presidents. And I'm there to answer questions. And sometimes I might uh, ask a question to invoke some thought and discussion, but. It's presidents at all levels, at all ages. It's people that have been, are new as presidents, maybe in the last year. And presidents who have been around the block a time or two and everyone in between. And I resemble so that remark. I, you sure do and do it well. <laughs> and so I think that, you know, we, we just really need to be able to learn from one another. One another. Yes. The other thing that, uh, you know, I really hope to bring is some leadership training. And uh, I, I want to really work with, and, and the Leadership Institute Committee has worked on a series of leadership trainings that they will be unrolling unro out over the next several months via conference call. And I may talking with presidents, you know, may add to some of that as well. We can't have too much of it. And I hope that we can make it to where it's, uh, it's of course, on Zoom virtually, but also recorded and available for people to listen to later. Uh, we need to find ways to reach every person that is in leadership 
and or is going to come into leadership. So, uh, you know, and that's at the chapter level, at the state or special interest affiliate level. And our affiliates are of all different sizes. So they are all at different places. You know, when you ask me that question about like the one kind of over overarching challenge, uh, it, it's kind of hard when you have, you know, affiliates that are, you know, under 50 for an affiliate. And then you have affiliates that are, you know, for 400, that they're going to be different. And then state and special interests, they're going to be different. And depending on where they're located in the country, there's going to be some different challenges. So, you know, recognizing that, uh, I do think that there are things we can implement to support and assist our affiliates along through this this journey and help them to create a more cohesive uh, leadership, strengthening leadership team that hopefully would feed into uh, a more engaged membership that feels included, which... I will say, going back to community calls, that is the one theme I hear from people is they've never felt so connected to ACB as they do right now. And it's because they're, they are getting to know people and they are being heard and they get to share and they just, they feel that connection. And so states can be doing this too. Special interest affiliates can be doing it. And, um, and, and many are, thank goodness. So. So I'm going to ask, well, let me, let me preface my question by saying that one of the things that the events of the last few weeks have done is have focused attention on the degree to which members of minorities uh, perceive themselves as being excluded and, and, and discriminated against. And I'm certainly not suggesting that ACB is discriminating necessarily, but if if we're if we're trying to explore how to increase minority involvement and then how to create a pathway for minorities perhaps to more leadership um one of the realities is that at the moment we don't store any information anywhere about the ethnicity of the folks who join um should we be well that is a very good question. And I would say that, you know, five years ago, we didn't, we didn't store information like visual, you know, level of vision loss, right? And now we do. Um, so I think that there's the possibility of that. Um, it is something I am absolutely willing to bring forward to the powers that be and get paid a lot more than me. Um, but... Uh, I don't think it's a bad idea. It's just probably not one I, you know, have a, a great answer for other than I think it's a good idea and worthy of, of uh, investigating further. Yeah, at least exploration. I think um, sure. I, I think we can't measure our progress if we don't know who's Absolutely. there. Absolutely. No, I agree with uh, you. Yeah. And, and, and so... Uh, it, but it's an interesting issue because there there are certainly issues on the other side. You know, do 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 we want to segment our organization into various groups that we start looking at differently? We probably don't. Um, so um, it it will be an interesting debate, and I think it'll be fun. 
Certainly, so, there would also be that level of whether or not, I mean, it'd have to be voluntary, right? Yes, I so, think that's right. Yeah. I, and I so, think it'd have know, to be an yeah. optional component yeah. of the form. I absolutely yeah. agree with yeah. that. Um, but, but I would hope that loads of people would fill it out because I think it would be really helpful to us. Um, so last question before we open it up. And by the way, I should recognize that Tim Cummings is here and he's going to be our our hand-raising expert. So, and I should also um, tell you that you have about 44 people in the audience. Excellent. So, so thank you for that, Mr. Tim. So the last question <laughs> is, what has most surprised you uh, about your job? Wow, that's a good question. <laughs> you know, when Kim talked about this job a few years ago that it was going to be, you know, they were working on it and hoping to hire somebody. I remember going up to her at the life members reception and said, when that job gets posted, you better let me know because I'm all over it. Well, she didn't have to let me know. I saw it posted <laughs> and there was a lot going on in my life at the time. And so I kind of put it on the back burner and was going to look at it. And somebody wrote me and said, Cindy, you need to apply. And long and short, I did, got the job, moved, and I knew I wanted it because I love people, I love ACB, and I know the organization. I've been a member for 34 plus years, and I know it's hard to believe when I'm barely over 34 myself. However, yeah, Um, so I knew that. I was going to love the job and that has not surprised me because I, I really truly honestly do and have joked, joked to Eric that if I could afford not to get paid, I mean, this is a job I would do for free. Now that is true if I could afford not to be paid, but please pay me. <laughs> <laughs> I do need the check. But anyway, um, I think that none Nothing has really surprised me uh, as much as delighted me. And I guess COVID-19 has surprised me. Yeah, so COVID-19 surprised me. And, and, I, and our ability to really operate without missing a beat. Uh, when Eric said we we're going to work from home, uh, you know, my computer got ready, was being made ready for me with the VPN and all that. On Monday, I went in and got it, came home and ordered a desk because I didn't even own a desk and uh, moved things out of a corner so I could set up a, a spot in my little apartment. And, you know, and I'm not the only one, like all of us were able to do that. And, really not miss skip skip anything uh miss anything we have the ability to answer our phones uh our office phone rings to my my cell phone uh through an app and uh so that works out well and you know i've I've actually been able to spend a lot more time more more hours outside of my regular hours because i'm at home and i would be lonely and doing nothing anyway so you know, giving to this whole, the community has really been, uh, you know, 
kind of self-preservation in a way for me as well. And I know it's helping other people. So it just makes it incredibly rewarding. So I will just say that the response from the community maybe could be a little surprising, but not completely. Uh, but I want to I want to make sure that I get in there and say that one of the things that the community calls uh, people started asking, how can we stay connected? How can we get to know each other outside of the community calls? And so there were suggestions made, including a Facebook group, but the timing had to be right and it has been made right. And um, so we started putting a plan in place. And yesterday that Facebook group went live a little after 12. I think our first Facebook uh, subscriber or friend or like, or whatever you'd call it, came on around 2 p.m., yesterday and as of just before this call we were at 314 members wow, it that's has pretty amazing it has exploded and uh and the conversations and uh so anyway that that just says to me that's like the icing on the cake or you know it 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 shows really how important these the community connection really is and i am just Maybe I'm also a little surprised um, at, and maybe shouldn't be, but uh, I'm surprised in a very positive way. And not that I thought anything of it otherwise, but I will just say that the support received as a staff member, Eric is like an amazing person to work for. And um, every one of you out there in ACB land, you can be proud of our leadership uh, and staff, as well as uh, elected officers. Dan and Eric have just been really amazingly supportive of wanting to grow ACB and support yeah, me in anything I That kind of synergy of president and executive director, if it works well, um, can really make a huge difference. It's Mr. Really Tim, do we have any hands raised for Ms. Hollis. We do, we do. Um, uh, area code 314. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Allie. Allie. <laughs> <laughs> you knew. Um, so I've got some hard questions for you, of course. Um, my question, so our chapter specifically, I won't say what it is, of course, but our specific chapter struggles with a lot of gossip within members and it's mm -hmm. obviously something that's going to happen anywhere but can we do anything I mean so you know gossip can happen I think that falls a lot on leadership and leadership has a, an ability to to try and dissuade it now obviously they Leadership can't do everything about it, right? But no, um, there are things that could be done. Maybe you guys need some sort of like an intervention. So, you know, maybe it's having somebody within your state affiliate come in and talk with your chapter. Um, try I was to, actually wondering if you could. Well, if your president were to ask me to talk with me, I could. I wouldn't be able to come in unless, uh, you know, a leader... A leader came to me. I'll so, talk to him. We just got a new president. Be, I would be happy to, of course. 
Because you're like the, the perfect role model for what we want. Oh, bless your heart. For what I want. Uh, <laughs> and congratulations. You, Thank you, sweetie. Yeah. The other thing, Miss Allie, that, that 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 I would recommend is is encourage your president to give everybody jobs to do because if people are busy, they don't have as much time to gossip. The only thing with that is not everybody wants that. And that's well that's okay. Yeah, I think there are ways of encouraging it though. And and you can help. So thank you, Allie. I'll look thank forward you, to Allie. hearing from your president. Okay. Nice to meet you. You too. There's a lot of reasons. Who's next, hands. Mr. Tim? There are. We've got uh, Sheila Young is next. Sheila? Sheila. I, I just want to say that, by golly, ACB is so fortunate that Cindy is doing what she's doing. If they want to vote for um, increasing her pay, I vote, <laughs> I vote yes. <laughs> and I didn't even pay you to say that. No, you didn't. Darn it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cindy, goes, you go above and beyond. She helped me this morning because when I first started the recipe swap, I did it one time. And then Cindy emailed me and said, well, you're going to do it again, right? I was like, what? <laughs> I thought that this was a one-time deal. So now I think I'm on my seventh tomorrow night. I think so. Eight. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyway. It, it's been uh, well received. Yes, it has. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. it's been fun. And Cindy, you are always there to help anyone, however <laughs> they need their help. And um, there was one other thing I was going to say that you just are amazing. And <laughs> I do believe that you have created a wonderful community. And, we have. And we want to we want <laughs> We certainly want to say thank you so, so much. And the uh, president's calls are strictly for the president's. Yes. And I do feel they have been so helpful to so Good. And Sheila, I appreciate your leadership on those president's calls, too. It's been well, great. Thank it, you. You know, it's been Thank great. you, Ms. Sheila. Yep. Thank you. Who's next, Mr. Tim? Area code uh, 912 is next. Alice? It's Alice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Alice. the happy. <laughs> First of all, you, you, you did answer one of my questions because I was curious because somebody had posted, wow, I can't believe the number of people who have joined since yesterday. So you answered that. But mm -hmm. while you, you were talking a bit ago, too, I, I do have a question and a thought. I remember back in the day when the uh, ACBDA Diabetics in Action was just that a committee mm -hmm. and it then formed into an affiliate and I wonder if maybe now might not be a good time for something like that with the multicultural committee because I just think it, it, as you know as a group you know or as a, an affiliate there's that 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 feeling of of uh, the ability to have some leadership role and have a little more say and be, you know, be educational to the rest of the organization. I think that there's probably two sides to that coin. I think that we've got to always remember that to be a special interest affiliate, there's also a lot of commitment and work 
that is involved in it's not real easy ask any of our special interest affiliates it's a it's a it's a challenge to be in that role and uh and we committees have you know con- connection and support because they're part of the ACB board uh you know instinctively right they they're part of the ACB board they're an extension and so you know there's when an affiliate becomes an affiliate, they become their own organization. And we still can support them in some ways, of course. But it, it just is something I think that would beg uh, definitely some, as, as Paul said earlier, exploration uh, from that committee and from any committee that would could give that some consideration. Now, I will say, Alice, that one of the nice things is that many of our our uh, special interest affiliates as well as our committees are coming forward and be, you know, engaging uh, the platform uh, that the community events offer and, you know, opening themselves to more people, I think, in doing that. So that's been a positive thing. So thank you. Well, and the last thing I'd just like to say real quick is I wish we could bottle your enthusiasm. <laughs> I can't we give any of it away. I need it. it all. I need it. I need it. <laughs> Thanks thank so you. much. Thanks, Alice. Thanks, Alice. Who's next, Tim? <laughs> okay, let's take a look. Um, Scal is next. Hi, Diane. Yes, it's Diane. I haven't been with the group that long, but I must say that um, I have enjoyed every chance that I've had to talk with you. Cindy, and I, too, appreciate your enthusiasm. Mm, Thank you. Um, The question I have is Mm -hmm. about paying dues. Yeah. Um, Now, I I live in Michigan, and um, I pay $20 in dues. Five of it goes to our affiliate, MCBVI. Five of it goes to our... Um, to the ACB National, and 10 of it stays with my chapter, the mm-hmm. Michigan Mittens. So um, the other day I was talking with the uh, groups, uh, oh wait, what's it called? BITS. I was on the BITS open chat. I've been on there several times because I really enjoy those people, and I enjoy having a chance to help other people in the group and to for them to help me I appreciate and I I do learn a lot there so my question is if I wanted to join them and I would like to support them but I would I would have to pay them also twenty dollars and they pay yep the ACB dues out of so that that would sound like I'd be paying twice well and you are um so so this is, Paul, Paul probably could answer this way better than me. However, this is constitutional in nature. ACB has been doing this for a long time. Uh, so it's part of the structure. And if, Diane, I'll continue answering and maybe uh, Tim could start working on the next person because we don't have as much time and there's a lot of people. Uh, but so for it to change to be different Really, it would be it would really require constitutionally from ACB to make some changes to our constitution. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and 
I think I think it's a good question, um, and I'm a special interest affiliate president, Diane. So, uh, so I certainly have an interest in what you're talking about. I I think it's a I think it's a really good question. But my what I would say to you is we've been looking at this problem for thirty years and still haven't found it a really good way uh, of solving it across the board, because there are there are good and bad things from both sides. So we so have 12 you, people Diane. with their raised hand. Yeah. Who's next, Ms. Uh, veteran Eugene is next. Hi, hey, Cindy, Eugene. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good, too. <laughs> I just want to say thanks for uh, doing the uh, chats and the Zooms. Uh, it's uplifting, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that need to have this uh, in the mornings, especially with the coffee and uh, you know going to the Oregon chats and all the other ones. Um, one of the questions I've got is when you're talking about the president's calls, are you talking yes. about the president's calls for the state president? State or special state? interest affiliate. Yeah. Okay. Not, not including not chapter, the, uh, not no. the chapters. Okay. No. However, right. it's certainly something that affiliates could do on a local level, which I would and really Florida, think Florida does. So. Do they? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we do. But, yeah. 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 I'm president of a local chapter. So, uh, yep. Well, but when well, we do you, leadership Eugene. training, Eugene, right. you you could definitely take advantage of any of the leadership training that we do. So yeah. for sure. All right. Okay. Thank well, you. Right. You yep. bet. Thanks, Eugene. Okay. I know yes, who's next. Area code 770. Hi, Phil. Good evening, Cindy. Hi. And good evening <laughs> to everybody. Uh, oh, you know, I, I have said this. So often, Cindy, a million times. You've heard it from me. Can you stand one more? <laughs> the community calls. It's sort of a real new chapter in ACB. We're so well connected. And for me, I was telling my sister who was visiting me on my birthday the other day that this is the best time I've had in a long time. And I, I really mean that. And I have a question also. Sure. As, as a local and state officer, I try the best I can to encourage people to call and participate in our committee meetings that we have. That I, I emphasize a lot that these committee meetings are open. Sadly, our members, many of them, really don't take advantage of that. And is there just some way of motivating them. <laughs> and if I came up with that answer, I'd be, I, and if, yeah, I, I'd really be loved. Um, so I think that probably the greatest thing that we can do is to invite individuals instead of inviting, uh, like making a global invitation. Uh, you know, we'd love to have everybody to, we'd really love to have you. And uh, so uh, one of the things that I talked to a lot of leaders about last year uh, when I did some one-on-one -on -one calls was, uh, and this was before COVID-19, but the importance of launching maybe a calling campaign and reaching out, and it could be done at the chapter level or it could be done at the state level if you're not too big. And, um, you know, calling people individually not all at once, obviously, you know, it takes some time and it would be a committee, a group doing that, but calling them and just letting them know that you, when you have certain calls that you'd love to have them on and that you're looking to get 
you know, more membership participation and you value them. And I, I just think that that would make a huge difference. Uh, that's, that's what I have for you right now. <laughs> so, right. Thanks, Bill. Good enough. Thank you for your call, sir. Mr. Tim? Area code 970. You're next. Hi, this is Agnes Greeley, Colorado. And, hi. Um, hi. I have a comment and a suggestion. I think that one of the things I would like to see happen in your leadership train is if you can find a way to encourage the presidents and, and they can encourage their people to make everybody feel you know, real welcome in the group, even if sometimes you might have to go, you know, the next extra mile. Yes. I've been impressed yes. with how you take the time and the patience uh-huh. to help people that are having difficulties muting and, and mm-hmm. you know, and on meeting and making sure they're there. Um, the suggestion I have is I think that groups need to find a way to reach out to those people that don't have computers, that don't, you know, sure. have emails. Because I often hear from people, well, we don't know about stuff because, you know, we don't have a computer. And sure. they feel really lost in the shuffle. Well, and we are what? on ACB radio right now. And I just want to say that all of our calling, uh, our, our events are put on the 800 number. So if people mm-hmm. call in, they can hear uh, those calls, and I'm trying to remember the, the extension, I think it's 1217. Uh, Sharon records them every three days or so because she can't record all of them at right. once with the phone number. So and, uh, and we're the trying. Other, the other thing that I would say to you, Agnes, is um, anyone, whether they have a computer or not, if they do have a phone at home, they can mm-hmm. listen to a lot of these community events on ACB radio yes. by dialing 518-906-1820. Right. But I just think it's important, though, that people be sure to get that information out to people because I know I have on occasion passed it along. And sure. I have a friend that when she saw there was a new number, you know, she sent it um, along to me. But I, it's been my feeling not necessarily with just this organization, just in general. People sure. that don't have computers, you know, they they feel so left out, you know, and they and they don't know about stuff. So like sometimes when I tell people things they're so excited to learn about it because, you know, nobody took the time to tell them. Excellent. Thank yep. you, Miss Agnes. Thank you, Agnes. You're we'll welcome. see we'll see you on a call soon. Uh, yep. next is Roger Dennis. Roger, if Roger. Hi, Roger. Hello, Cindy. <laughs> Whatever your name is. Hey, be nice to me. <laughs> um, great lady. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about me because it kind of falls in the category that I think you're talking about. A year ago, I have a, I wanted, have a lot of time. Roger, I, I'll, so I'll keep it very short. Sure. A year ago, I, um, I wanted to go to the convention. They told me I, to register. I had to be a member. I couldn't find my local chapter. I don't think it has to be named. Uh, I couldn't find my state chapter because they didn't at that time have a telephone number. I joined by calling Minneapolis. Uh, and so because I didn't know anything about ACB, I joined for five years for for giggles. And, uh, and I joined. Um, but a, a year later, I got a letter from um, Tony Stevens um, that was – 
I swear, it was like it was written to me. I mean, I know it was a, a canned letter, but it, it felt like it was written to me. And said, if you ever want to get involved in the organization, I'll let me know. So I sent him back a note thanking him for such a nice letter. And he called me. And he he sent me to Cindy. And since then, I've got a little more involved in things. But, <laughs> um, it's, you know, I, I think you've got to break the chain between state affiliates and the national international the national chapter. I don't know what you have to do, but I sure think that should be right up at the top of Mr. Spoon's list to try to break that or, or merge it. I don't know break is the right word, but somebody should do something with that. I think it's well, a major problem. And there. Roger, I, I appreciate you so much and your involvement on the community calls and taking on the a need for widows and widowers. And uh, so I appreciate you very much. And then I'm going to let... Tim, move on to the next person while I complete my thought. Um, so, you know, I don't think that doing away with our state or special interest affiliates would be the answer for sure. No. No. I think that we would need, I, I think that it's kind of along the lines of what was suggested about doing more um, con uh, teaching of, I think it was Agnes that talked about working with some of our affiliates so that people are made to feel welcome and that maybe they, they learn some techniques to improve on better communication and ways to engage their membership. So that's yeah, because that's the other thing that came out of, of what Roger said, it seems to me is that Ro Roger felt like somebody cared. Somebody cared. Absolutely. Yep. And Absolutely. That's, yeah. And that's that's kind of what I was talking about with, um, you know, the calling campaign and what I've suggested to uh, some of the leaders is the importance of making that call, even if it takes you a year to do it. But if a member gets a phone call from the president that says, I'm just checking in to see how you're doing and want you to know how glad I am that you are a member. Is there anything that you want us to be covering? Is there, you know, just engaging them and asking them what they think they're likely going to rejoin because somebody cares and we need to yeah. do a lot more of that. Thank you, yeah. Roger. Thanks, Thank Roger. Who's, who's next, Mr. Tim? Okay, yes. Chris, Chris Ma. Hi, Chris. Who do who? Yeah. Um, hope all you, you guys are doing well. Um, I just had a question. What are you guys going to do as far as an organization to address the younger people? Um, I know a lot of the older generation you know, is a part of this organization. It goes way back. Um, but what are you guys going to do as far as addressing, you know, trying to get younger members? And then sure. also what about the current issues going on in this country with the African-American community sure. and specifically the, you know, cause there are African-American blind individuals, obviously. So I was just curious about that. Okay. So younger people, we have um, ACB students as a special interest affiliate. We also have ACB mm -hmm. next generation, which just became an affiliate earlier this year, which is for young adults. Um, and, but I think it, I think that membership goes beyond age I think that we, one of the things that I've learned as, as we've, uh, the community calls have evolved is that we can all be in that room together and it doesn't matter what our age is. Um, we can care about each other. We can support each other. We can connect with one another. And two of our 
the hosts that came forward that weren't members to start with volunteered to be hosts and uh, and ended up joining ACB because of the community calls and their involvement and connection. Both are 22 and 23 years old. So That's awesome. So, and Chris, I would love to get you involved. So you reach out to me community at acb.org you reach out to me let's talk about your interests and i promise you i'll find you something to do i can put you to work awesome thank you okay wait. you bet thank, <laughs> thank you. you yeah y'all take care mr all right thank mr. You. Tim? area code 912 is next hey cindy it's cindy calhoun from Hi, cindy. Savannah, Georgia, birmingham and uh, yeah. i want to say make some comments i really love the social calls i i am um, one this morning when <clears throat> While, while you were on the phone, uh, I joined the Facebook group and I got the notification that I joined the the, um, the community, ACB community. I've been on listening at the post all afternoon. I made two or three more friends, Michelle, and I can't remember who else, but um, I've also, they've also reached out to me. That's and uh, good. How, how long have you um, been doing these social calls? You started when in just, March? Cause, yeah, we started in late March. Mm-hmm. And yep. I found out about it Memorial Day, or the week before Memorial Day when our chapter here had a meeting and, and a friend yep. of mine told me about the call. Cindy, do you have a question? No, I just wanted okay. to make a call. Well, a I appreciate you, and I'm, so, yeah, and I'm glad that you've been coming on. We enjoy having you. Thank, Thank you very you. much. I'm honored. All right. All right. Uh-huh. Bye, Cindy. Okay. Mr. Erico, Tim. Erico 205. Yes. I Alabama. Agree. Yes, this is Penny from Birmingham. How are y'all? Hi, Penny. Hey, um, I just want to make a couple a comment. It's a lifelong observation, really. I've um, been in and out of ACB. I also was part of NFB at one point because I had to, where I lived, they didn't have an ACB chapter, and I ended up reorganizing it um, with a lot of support, and we became an ACB chapter. I have often felt like and I love the um, theme that the, um, you know, the mission statement that ACB has. I've always liked it. And I've always felt like that the national office has done a lot, but they've seemed to have worked more on advocacy. I think that's been our strong point. Where I think it breaks down is between from the state down to the local chapters. And I think that's where I think the community calls are great, and I think they're going to strengthen us a lot. But we need to do some work on strengthening our local chapters. And sure. I recently became president of the Birmingham chapter um, due to the unexpected and untimely death of Lynn Heddle. And so I've inherited a very small chapter with very little money, and we really kind of What I will say to you, Penny, is that um, make sure that you take advantage of any of the leadership offerings that we make available via conference call. We will be doing that. and It's going to be for all leaders at all levels. And I hope that the work that we're doing with presidents on a state and special interest affiliate level will also that work will trickle down into the helping chapters. So it takes time. Yeah. It's, it's taken a long time for chapters to get where they're at. Right. And so, you know, give us a little time to, you know, work on some of the challenges that you guys face 
but I don't think any of it is unsurmountable. So hang in and, there. And we're here. Thanks for, for you. stepping up to the plate uh, after Lynn. Sure. Because it's okay. not easy. So no. thank, <laughs> thank you, Penny. Yep. Uh-huh. Mr. Tim. Kim. Kim Hurl. Kim. Hi, Kim. Kim Hurlbert. That's me. Thank Hi. You. you can hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you. Yes. A little faint, okay. but I hear you. Go ahead. Okay, I was just wanting to know, and Cindy, I know you said um, to send you an email, and I think I did. But you did, I, yes. I, I, I will be getting to save you some trouble and <laughs> thought that we could maybe get it answered tonight. How do I sure. find out who, where the affiliates are or the chapters or Whatever yeah. that's called, because I'm totally new at being involved in any yeah. group like this. So, yeah, every state is different. And so some states, uh, and this is one of the things, again, I need to work on with affiliates. Uh, but I will get I will get a hold of you uh, or, or somebody from my posse, uh, our volunteers. We'll get a hold of you and let you know the, the chapters in your area, um, Kim. But okay. uh, there's, it's dependent on an affiliate, whether or not they share that information on their uh, website. Some affiliates are better at it than others. Some of them don't have current, you know, updated affili- uh, websites. Um, so we've worked really hard to try and pull that information together. But we don't necessarily have, you know, it's not complete for sure. But I will, I promise you, I'll get you connected. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Kim. I'm so glad to have Thanks, you. Kim. Mr. Tim? Yeah, Karen Idol is next. Karen from Texas. I, I would like to say hello to Kim. Long time no hear from y'all. Already answered my question about the special okay. interest affiliates and the president. They will, I need to find out how to get connected to that, uh, Paul. I'll get with you offline about that, about how to connect to the president's meetings. Thank you, Karen. Um, very good, Karen. Thanks. You there? Yep. Thank yes, you. Um, Mary is Mary's next. next. Yep. She's one of my posse. From Louisiana? Yes. Hi there, yes, my friend. Hi, Miss Mary. How are you? Hello. I'm Hi. doing well. How are you, Paul and Cindy? Oh. <laughs> I, I'm just amazed at the creative ideas Cindy has. And... Um, and her ability to to deal with just about any person there is. I mean, I've never seen her get cross with anybody. Um, I was wondering, I know you've been a member of ACB a long time, but is there anything else in your work or personal experience that has made you so good at these things? Uh, Oh my gosh. I think it's a, it is my, uh, all of my experiences, I think has prepared me for this job. So um, I was president of Washington Council eight years, not consecutively. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been president of ACB Families. It was not called that at the time. Uh, I've served on uh, chaired committees. I've been on the board of publications for ACB. I've worked in the school district, so I've taught Braille. I've uh, worked in nonprofit. So I think it's just all of the all of that and just being and then I love people and I believe in the organization so there you go it shows I I mean it's it's just great so much thank you hon thank you thanks Miss Mary we can take one more really quick call Linda Linda Yax is next 
Linda, you have less than a minute. Hi, Linda. Hey, Hey, Linda. Hey, Paul. Um, How are you, dear? I just have a question for you, Cindy, real quick. Sure. I I can sing your praises all day, and you know that. (laughs) Um, And I I I used to sing Paul's a lot, too. Anyway, how what's the what do I look for on Facebook for the commute for the Facebook page? It, it's also connected to the ACB National um, Facebook page, but I sent a link in the um and in the community events schedule today. So oh, it's at did. the yes, so it's at the end of that email for today. So find today's schedule and it's I in will. there. Okay. And uh, but it's ACB community. So if you look up ACB community and your Facebook groups. You should be able to find it. Okay, great. But, but the link is in the email I sent out today. Okay, I just didn't see it. Thank okay. you so much. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Linda. Mm-hmm. And if I could just really quickly um, give an email, ad- two email addresses, uh, Paul. One of yes. them is for people to join our ACB community events email list. We send out, I send out an email each morning with that day's schedule. And on Friday afternoons, I send out the week's schedule. and to subscribe, send a blank email to acb-community-events-subscribe at acblists with an S at the end dot O-R-G. If you have any ideas for future events, if you'd like to facilitate a, a you know, a specific discussion topic, uh, email me at community at acb.org. Excellent. Miss Cindy, thank you so much for being our guest this evening, Miss Cindy Hollis. It is thank our you. pleasure um, to, to have had you on the show. Thank you I so want much. to let everyone know that next week we're going to be tackling an interesting topic, which is do black blind lives matter enough? And we've got some exciting guests for that. And we hope that loads of people will join us. And on Tuesday topics this evening, I think we've learned an awful lot about exactly how complicated and difficult it is to encourage community and and handle membership in a way that's effective and appropriate. It's been my pleasure to host Tuesday topics this evening, and I look forward to the opportunity over Uh, the next few weeks to work on all kinds of other issues. Cindy, again, thanks so much. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. You're the best. I'd like to bottle your enthusiasm too. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. I think it would be really fun to be able to do that. So on behalf of Cindy and myself, this is Paul Edward Singh. Good night.